Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Final Space, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. April Collins. Hi there. And Alex Bonilla. Okay. Yeah, sad, sad mooncake <laughs> for this, uh, okay, the, uh, this epic season two finale of Final Space, The Sixth Key, which came out, it's aired tonight on Adult Swim. We've been talking Final Space season two every week here at the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at overlyanimated.com. Search for us on your favorite podcatcher, uh, with Final Space Overly Animated or YouTube is youtube.com slash overly animated. Um, big, big finale to get into here. Make sure you've seen the sixth key and come back and listen to the spoilers for all of season two of final space um we got a lot to get into so how about just reactions to everything that happens on this finale michelle it was fast it was really fast um i mean a a lot of things happened uh we got a pretty big cliffhanger yeah um nobody really died yet i think that was something we we thought was gonna happen that like there was gonna be more death kind of in line with season one's cliffhanger finale but no we just end on like looming invictus and what does that mean Mm -hmm. uh i mean i i liked um parts of this episode a lot um i'm not sure how i feel as a whole yet just because it just felt kind of like bam, 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 onto the next thing, onto the next thing. It really felt this time like they were trying to fit so much in to their runtime, which sometimes is very cohesive and fluid. Um, I don't think it was necessarily not super cohesive, but I, I was very consciously aware of it for a, a significant part of the episode, which I feel like is not something that they intended. Um yeah, I don't. I don't know. This is always the hard thing about going first because I I don't have anyone to bounce thoughts off of yet. But I mean, again, I I really like some parts of it, and other parts I I don't know. Okay. There's one part that like it's really like okay, okay, yeah, yeah. but everything else is pretty all right. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought you were gonna yeah. say. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Okay, a mixed reaction from Michelle. April, what was your reaction to the finale? Um. So I'm like, it was good. It was very like, um, in terms of like the animation, everything looked really good and clean and like very, I guess, pretty again, if that's the best word to use to describe animation. Um, because I always love, I don't know, that's just something that I really enjoy about the show overall. Uh, but in terms of like the story, like I totally agree with Michelle that there, like there was a lot and, um, I, I think she said it best by like it was like cohesive but kind of not cohesive and then like um there the the one part that kind of I don't know like I have mixed feelings about like the whole Cheryl stuff um which I'm sure we'll like we'll talk about uh because it like as of like as it stands right now I don't know that like her redemption was necessarily earned and so I was just kind of like okay I understand what we're doing let's just do it and get it over with like so but yeah like there's there's a lot um and I like I feel like we got some things answered but then we didn't get things answered and avocados back permanently mm-hmm. so that's nice 
Um, though I'm, I mean, and it was kind of funny too, like, cause Lil Kata's like, my two dads. And I was like, yes, I love this. <laughs> I'm, I'm fully like appreciating this. So, um, but yeah, like, I'm, I'm curious to see how I feel like after we talk about it. So, okay. We're still, we're still processing. It seems. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah that's valid. Alex, are you still processing this finale? Definitely still processing. I'll say that the most solid reaction I had to this was, oh my god, do I actually love Tribor now? Like, somehow... Haven't oh, like, you had this, this reaction this season already? I feel like you're in on Tribor now. Yeah, I, 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 I've been struggling to accept <laughs> that part of me, but, like, this, this finale... Embrace finally it. Got me to, like, yeah, finally got me to, wow, Tribor can be competent and funny and great, and this is amazing. Like, tri- Tribor is now a character I enjoy watching. This is, like... Such a, a turn. So Tribor is great in this finale. Uh, also, we got like good Kevin stuff. Uh, I I like Bolo. Like uh, I think he he's got he just looks very amazing, especially when he gets like broken out and the action like Bolo, stuff. You like Bolo's was, bod? Yeah, yeah. Bolo's bod. <laughs> he, he, he's Bolo he's bod. huge and muscly and spiky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now as to the overall story of it, I will say that this definitely felt. I mean, it was, it's weird because it's about like this big thing of like Titans and going back to final space. Yet to me at the end, I was like, why did that be like lower stakes than the season one finale? And like, uh, because I feel like with the season one finale, I was a lot more hyped during it. Uh, I think part of that had to do with like having a very, uh, a solid villain in Lord Commander. One, where it's like one this villain. Is... Yeah. Instead yeah. of like three yeah, yeah. villains this season. We t- Michelle, we took care right. of all the random villains last episode. It's fine. <laughs> well, except for what? Avocado. We took care of him this episode. Well, that, that, yeah, that's all in this episode, it kind of yeah, it kind of bounces around because like we have to deal with avocado being possessed, we have to deal with freeing Bolo, and then we like go to final space and we have Invictus still hanging around. So it does definitely feel like we're we're uh, Gary literally says the phrase so many balls in the air, and I think that's right, what that, that's why I think that that's yes. why I think the episode's conscious of what Michelle was talking about. Like I think they kind maybe. Of but like, even if it's conscious of it, I'm not sure it did, it did the best at juggling it. So, like, it, it, it's a it's a fine finale, but I think it just it suffers from the overall problem of the season, which is that it feels like it's jumping around too too many things and doesn't quite all come together. And on top of like, um, it's already been mentioned with Cheryl. Also, we'll get to Nightfall. Without, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it took so, this long um, to say the name, Nightfall's name? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Michelle alluded to yes. it in her <laughs> remarks. But, so. uh, yes. So th- there are things that, like, we knew were coming and we were dreading and it happened. So that also kind of, uh, kind of makes, makes you feel like, uh, fine. So yeah, the, 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 it's, it's a, it's a weird reaction I have to this finale where, like, I enjoyed the, spectacle of it but i'm it just makes me think of how much more fun the season one finale was yeah i think that's fair um so it sounds like i'm gonna be the highest on the finale so i'll I'll try to take up that stance uh firmly here because i did think this was a really epic finale and uh it was gorgeous throughout like 
I have similar story problems, I think. So here's the thing. I think the season finale did the best it could story-wise with what it was given with the season. I've criticized the season's kind of serialization. It's, it's overall storytelling a bunch. You know, like, what's this finale supposed to do? I think like it, it's, it's throwing a lot out there. Um, and it was more cohesive than I thought they could have pulled off, you know, honestly, given what was there. So I, I was, I, I thought it was, um, it did a decent job and it let the spectacle shine because I think this is, one of maybe the most gorgeous episode of final space i don't know it might have beaten out episode nine of last season like this this episode is because it, 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 it has the action and the space space visuals and um i was just loving that big spectacle the entire time and then it was capped off with this ending scene which is very thematic and uh it's it reminded me of the steven universe movie because it's like plot wise you know nothing's really i mean like gary and quinn are reuniting that's a big moment but like i don't really care about that what i care about is just like wow the experience of watching this last scene i was just in awe like the feeling that it gives you and the visuals and the sound um like i think it's one of the best scenes of the show i think it's one of my favorite scenes of the year like i i cut to i don't know if this is going to come across on tv but smash cut to silent credits like that was also like really phenomenal um like i just i love how the season ends it's like it's it's all, I think Olin on Twitter already like said this isn't a cliffhanger. It's more of just a sign of what's to come, which I guess is kind of true because it's 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 more of just like Gary and Quinn reunited there in Final Space and Invictus is coming. So I guess it's like setting up the next season. But uh, just just the way they pulled that off in the the form of the scene in the in, in the scene, I think was was really really incredible. So um, you know, like I'm not crazy about Nightfall Sacrifice. That's the main thing. Cheryl Demption, I take it or leave it. I don't think that it, that ends up being that strong of a plotline, honestly, but. But um, I like I I think the avocado stuff, the 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 Gary and little Kato stuff uh, is the one of the stronger story elements, the finale. And that's true of the entire season. Um, So, you you know, story story wise, I think it does a a competent job of wrapping up a season that was a little bit all over the place. But um, execution, visuals, uh, production wise, I think it was phenomenal. Yeah. I, you know, I, I kind of want to talk about this last scene. Did anyone have a, a similar reaction to me? I was like, this is the thing that really jumps out the most to me about this finale. Honestly, as you were saying all that, I like, in my heart, I have to agree with you. Which is a lot coming from me, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to agree with it, me or to uh, agree about five yeah, it is. It's very strong. I think it's probably one of the most, if not, at least for me, the most like, the the scene between Gary and Quinn that works the best and that is purely playing on our emotional feelings mm. and not a lot else. Because if you think too much, it's like, how long has she been alive? How did that happen? <laughs> it's just waiting the whole time. Like, so you can't think about any of that stuff. But if you just like the the animation's really good, the music's really good, just like the the facial gestures they give each other is just very subtle but very strong and like you you're able to get the sense that these two people do really really like each other and they're very happy to see each other and this is a big deal for them and it's a culmination and like that's true it is like it honestly is um so like just based on that level i felt like it was super strong and i i feel like they've that yeah i don't i mean i'm not even gonna think about where this is gonna go next season but like as an isolated moment i thought it was really well done honestly yeah 
Nice. You know, you know what? It, as as we're talking about, you know what else it reminds me of? Star vs. Evil spoilers. I think it like the Star series finale. Yeah! They, they meet up and they're face to face. Kind of like the looking and just like the slow getting to each other and just like yeah. that final culmination of like, like I've got you. And that's yeah. also yeah. not as like strong story wise. It's all thematic and feelings. All emotional. Like, yeah. Well, I'll, 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 so that that relationship had a lot more. That was a much better relationship. <laughs> yeah. It absolutely so, did. That, that that is my has. I mean, I get what you're saying about like the setup of it. It is in, like you can get that they're going for a cinematic feel, but just I was like, Ugh. because like I don't the, the show and Gary Quinn like don't have enough connection to be like, oh, this is great that like the this is really like the climax of the season and I'm not feeling it. So it's 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 frustrating in that way that like the show wants me to believe in this so badly. And it's been like every time that it gets it gets brought up during the season, I'm like, is this really like your only motivation? And it is. And that's how the season ends. And so that's what it's been setting up. But like it doesn't doesn't feel great. Um, the the Invictus popping up in the, uh, in the background, I guess, uh, contributes to what you mentioned about Olin calling this more of a foreshadowing, and maybe that's pa- also part of why this doesn't really feel like a finale more than just like kind of a, a, an important episode, because like you you can tell like there's not really a big ending going on here. It's just kind of like a setting up for something else. So maybe that's also part of why this it feels like it's missing something as I think of it as a season finale. Yeah, and Olin called this a setup season, too, so I think maybe that plays the season finale is not going to be as... Because uh, I agree, you you feel more during the season one finale, and I attribute that to the season as a whole. Like, I think, like yeah. I've been saying... It had season, a, season a way more specific one-directional goal. It, it, yeah. It's it's much more of a cohesive plot, so the ending is going to be bigger. This season is just like, okay, we're you know, we're wrapping up a, a season with ups and downs and, and, and a lot of plot lines in there, so it's, it's not going to be as strong of a reaction when it all culminates. Um, but I, like I, I said, I don't I really think it's relieved. this episode's fault. No, I don't think it's this episode, this episode's fault, but I was just really like relieved whenever like they finally like got to each other because I was really worried at the mm-hmm. end there too. Cause I was just like, I think that was going to happen. Yeah. I was like, okay, but like we freed Bolo so that we could like <laughs> get Quinn, like, are we getting her or no? Like what's happening? <laughs> And so then, like, whenever, like, we see her and, like, or, like, the light shines on her, I was like, oh, thank gosh, like, oh, like, I can breathe again. And so, and I do agree, like, the scene is very pretty and, like, it is, uh, you you, sa- you mentioned, you know, Star versus the Forces of Evil and it is very reminiscent of that. But I also like that they sort of, like, allude to the first season, too, With because at the v- very, yeah, yeah. Like the the first reminiscent, I think, of episode four in the first season of them, uh, Quinn coming back to them. Uh, yeah, the so there's a, like, th- like I guess it's, like, a nice little, like, tip of the hat to, like, the first season, but, mm-hmm. but I did, like, I did, I did really, really enjoy it, and, like, the Invictus, like, you know, um, like, looming over them is very, like, it, it's like really haunting too kind of because like and it, again if you if you think about it or if you start to think about it too much you're like but wait can they see that can anyone see that like are we just seeing that like what's happening yeah. so 
Yeah, I think I think um, if nothing else, this year of animation has taught me I like uh, climactic scenes of people romantically coming face to face and then cutting, uh, ending the episode. Um, but <laughs> I think that's I think really going works. To we, we, we need more variety. <laughs> it's, it's only yeah. number. It's Alex only number is, two, Alex. Okay. I will say Alex's like take on this is like making me reevaluate why I liked it, and I think like I no 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 no. I mean, this might make Alex more mad, but I think like I understand kind of why I'm. I'm feeling it now for the first time. It's because Quinn hasn't... I I would say, like, Gary and Quinn's relationship has always been more about, like, Gary liking Quinn, and then it's more of a thing of, like, Quinn coming around. But it's like, we're, we're, we're kind of more on, like, Gary's side in his perspective, I'd say. So the fact that Quinn hasn't really been in the whole season, and we've seen Gary kind of become a better person and and be like a good surrogate dad and support ash and like not even be that awful to his mom even though like he would have a right to like seeing his relief and happiness says something more this time because like i feel like i i've seen a lot more sides of gary that i can appreciate and from his perspective seeing him happy now makes me happy but again like Quinn's side of that still totally missing and I can't think about that too much or it'll ruin it but I think like that's part of like maybe why it's working for me but maybe not for you Alex because like you're thinking like why like yeah like why why is Quinn into this like why is this like a thing does it make sense like it, it might not make sense for Quinn if you think too much about it but for Gary it really does and Gary's the one we have the whole season and I think like that's kind of where you as a viewer are like meant to lean into even though you might not i think that's interesting yeah story-wise this is not much this ending because uh invictus is and this is maybe a criticism of the finale invictus is not like a thing yet uh like he's not appeared yet. like once no. and he's just more of like a general dark presence so it doesn't really work as an opposing force versus lord commander in the season one finale which is a really really strong opposing force and then gary and quinn coming together like um it's it's something the season's been working towards but it's not like the season's like it's something uh, gary has been working towards this yeah. season right with all whole yeah, i've been trying to get quinn back but it's it's not like like the biggest story moment in of itself um so like yeah story story wise there's not a lot there it's all about like this uh, emotionally and i do think like quinn and gary and quinn is kind of the emotional heart of the show as much as we don't want their romance to be like the the season two kind of kept them front and center in terms of gary's mission to get quinn back and um nightfall and gary and we're just constantly kind of talking about gary and quinn so um is as it it, uh, i do think it resonates emotionally especially like looking back on the season one finale when they had that like in my view really incredible moment of quinn being the one to go and close final space um and uh it's like i think it plays on a lot of stuff that's built up and i do think this this kind of has been the emotional heart of the season in terms of gary's motivation so um like I think it's the emotional climax of the season. I think the plot climax is more of like Nightfall and um, Bolo being freed and stuff. And and so I think this is like a uh, thematic uh, denouement or whatever for the for the season. And for me, it really worked as that. Um, yeah, but I think my point is like it really works, especially if you are invested in Gary's feelings, you know, and what this like means for him. I right. think like yeah. that, that's like an important part. And that's something I realized that didn't make as much sense. Cause I was so much more like, what about Quinn though? What's her backstory? How does she really feel? But like, we didn't have an opportunity for that this season. And I feel like that's honestly why I connected to this moment a lot more because like I get Gary as a character now 
So, and, and for him, like, yeah, this is a big moment. And then I can kind of like, sort of be like, oh yeah. And, and Quinn's probably happy about it too. But I feel like you, you gotta connect with Gary to some extent to be able for this to feel satisfying for sure. Yeah. Which I think the season has done a much better job of. Yes. Um, yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I think it raises a good point, Michelle, about like Gary's improved as a character definitely in season two. And we've seen that. We've Quinn seen has that. not, Quinn has not seen that, which is the hang up. But like, I get your point that like, if you're focusing solely on Gary's side, then sure, this feels like kind of a reward for what mm-hmm. he's done. And if you're into that, seeing Quinn as a reward, then sure. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this might make you mad. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, get, really we'll mad. get back to this <laughs> with the Nightfall uh, stuff, I think. I... <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think this more taps into season one Quinn perspective stuff uh, that we didn't elaborate on in, in season two. We just saw her that one that one episode. Um, but by, by the way, like speak, a season one, like think about it. Season three, we get Quinn back, we get Avocado back. So like yeah, season two is going to be like this, this weird thing where like it was this specific dynamic that now in season three we're like going back to our original crew like that that's that's like a show thing that i don't think happens that often it's it's just it's just a weird idea to think about that like the next season we're going to kind of go back to season one dynamic dynamics it's going to be a very too many cooks situation now though because we got like we got Jane Lynch, Ava. We we got no, that's she's not the first one I would have mentioned. Ash, we got Fox. Fox. Yeah, you know who, Michelle. You know who didn't so come back? The Clarence. Fucking Clarence. No, no Clarence. I gotta say, this show showed tremendous restraint not bringing Clarence back for the I know. <laughs> Maybe this was more of like an FU to, to to the network, right? But it's like uh, to well, go, well, this season's like all about Clarence. He's not in the finale. Well, Little had a line at the beginning where it's Little had a line at the beginning of this episode where it's like, you should do what the most untrustworthy person does, the opposite. And I was like, yes, Clarence is coming. We're gonna get Clarence's advice nope. and stuff. And nope. like, no, no, maybe that's a deleted <laughs> scene. Yeah, he thinks he talks to Gary talks about Clarence. Uh, <laughs> if only. Uh, like, if well, only. what a place we ended up where I was rooting for Clarence to come back in the finale. I don't know. Maybe that's, that's a so troll odd. Move. <laughs> Uh, oh, the, I want to talk about the, the, we, I, I alluded to the music in this last scene. We go from like the, um, the, like, I guess like the Gary Quinn, I'm not sure if this is what it is, but the Gary Quinn theme of like the, this very like, uh, emotionally high, uh, nice music into like the Invictus, uh, dark music coming on. And then in, in our screener, it's, it, it cuts to a silent credits, which I like, usually the credits play over the, the end of the episode i'm not sure how it'll play on on tv um but that that to me was like very effective i I think it's very effective and i i worry that it's not going to be so much like as it aired airs on tv because they'll probably do like what they always do and they'll like put the credits like in a small like i think yeah that's po- yeah it's possible but the, our, our screeners previously have had the credits play over the episode and that's also this true. airs on adults one which kind of does give it shows more time to air credits and stuff so like i actually think it, it might um but anyway you'll you guys will know <laughs> when you're listening <laughs> to this uh hopefully it was, it, 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 check i mean it would be online if, if not on tv but um yeah. Yeah, so I I just I just found the the sounds like as usual. It's like a, really <laughs> high, a high point of final space. I think I found that to be really really tremendous in the end. 
Um, should should we talk about uh, Nightfall? Because I think that's related to this Quinn discussion. Um, this is yeah. I hesitate because it's going to maybe turn people off, but uh, this is like <laughs> if they've uh, stuck with this this long, right. I think they'll survive. Yeah, yeah are, right? are there Nightfall? Are there Nightfall like fans? Like, is there? I feel like we're Nightfall fans. We just didn't want. I this. mean, we are Nightfall fans. Yes, we always yes. want one for her. That's what a fan does. Was sure. anyone? Yes. Was anyone? Yeah. A- any part okay with Nightfall sacrificing herself? So the way that I convinced myself that it was okay. <laughs> there you go. So that's a good start. Was, was because. This this is literally like I like I had to take a moment and be like okay April this is the only way that this is okay because that's what you do so like what is it Night Nightfall like has always like her character is always centered around Gary and then we have like that one episode um, this season about like her accepting that this isn't her Gary so on and so forth and so my thing for her is that she's probably not thinking about like Gary. But she's thinking about, like, this other version of herself who's going to be so happy to see, like, her Gary. Um, And that that's, like, that she's, like, you know, like, I can't get my Gary back, but at least I can, like, allow this Quinn to have her Gary. So that's kind of, like, how I justified it in my head to try and make me feel better about it. I I agree with you. I think this is... The intent here is that Nightfall is Quinn. So, like, yeah. this is supposed to be a lead up to our Quinn coming back on the show. And yeah. um, Nightfall says, uh, repeats the their discussion from before, always meant to be, to be together, but never meant to be. But she found a way for them to be together. Yeah. Um, and she views it kind of as the chance she never had, I guess. And um, she, she, like, tried with Gary in that one episode, and she knows that it's not happening. And I guess she sees that, like... This is maybe like yeah, like she there's a way for a version of herself to to what have what she didn't have. Um yep. so Which I think, then adds to like the emotional like reunion or yeah. you know, it's emotional. I think that's the us. intent. Yeah, and then it builds yeah. up to the Gary Quinn reunion. Yeah. So I think in that regards, like it's it's successful, but like R.I.P. I think I think it I think it like works with what they did this season. At least at yeah. least it's like consistent with no, what they did with Nightfall. It's very consistent with yeah. how Nightfall has been used the whole season for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the positive. Okay. That's the positive. But it <laughs> the ne- sucks here's the here's the had to go. <laughs> here's the negative. Nightfall is a separate person. She's not Quinn. Like I she know. was presented as a separate yeah. person. So I don't like it in that uh-huh. in that aspect. No. And we well, like gotten to know her a little bit this season and it's just sad that you know just had to kill off a strong lady but okay it's it's just we were just hoping that nightfall would get to a point where she had motivation beyond gary they and and the show clearly is not interested in that and they they, they just got rid of her so um that was just like it just plays into all the bad stuff we're talking about with them this (laughs) this season uh yeah, this I, I didn't I didn't think this was coming, and uh, I was a little you bit. You didn't. Shocked. I was a little bit. I, shocked. We, I, we feel I, like, thought... I feel like we've been discussing this for the past like three episodes. Like my I, didn't, I honestly be the didn't one. think she was gonna die. I thought Cheryl was gonna be the one to do it. Which oh, honestly, uh, I would not have been thrilled with. But we're less invested in her, and she's not a great person. <laughs> so if she did it on her own terms, like okay, that would have been a choice. But Nightfall hasn't gotten to do anything besides be like this wise person to espouse advice to everyone else. 
And then to have that one episode about kind of her life in relation to her her Gary and reconciling that that's not going to happen. But now she can never find anyone else and she's gone. And I guess, like, yeah, you can say it's on her terms. But, like, I don't know. I kept I, I kept thinking maybe the show would take this direction where it'd be like, okay, we're, like, going to really talk about nightfall now though like she can go through time like that's so cool she's she's super old she's seen so much stuff she probably knows the galaxies like way better than anyone else from like traveling through them like we we never saw that side of her and i feel like that would have been the most interesting stuff they could have done so like i guess i get why they killed her because like she had besides like literally hugh there's, like, nobody else that has, like, so little going on that it would have felt, like, way worse to lose them. And that sounds really sad to say, but I think it's, like, honestly true. So, I mean, and I just, like, also can't just help but think, like, I don't know. I mean, like, I know Nightfall's not Quinn, but they're both kind of, like, the only black lady in the show. And, like, does that have, like, an extra subtextual layer that, while not intentional, kind of reads a certain way that they gave up their life, that their life might not be as important or something as these other characters, or it's, like, okay for them to be a martyr and do the self-sacrifice-y thing? I don't know. I don't know. But, like, that's kind of where my head goes sometimes, and I don't know. It makes me wonder. No, I think it's, 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 it's definitely fair. Uh, it's complicated with it her being an alternate version of Quinn, but like we said, like she, the show established her as a separate character. Um, yeah, it's a, a separate Alex, character, but uh, the kind of the same yeah, issues. Right? Yeah, yeah, because it's like it's the same thing with like Quinn sacrificing herself, Gary going, "No, uh, don't do it." Mm-hmm. And now here it's Nightfall sacrificing herself, Gary, "No, don't do it." Like, it's, <laughs> It's it's the, We're just it's never the same. Gonna get this, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like Nightfall's existence as a character was solely focused around Gary, as Michelle alluded no, that's, to. That's it, true, it, right? Because it, it feels yeah. like there's a lot. Let's think about this. So Nightfall's whole goal the first season was like, I gotta stop a Gary from dying. It's happened so many times, and I failed so many times, but this time it's gonna be different. She. She stops it from happening, I guess. Gary doesn't die, but that's when her entire motivation as a character just dies. She doesn't do anything else except for just motivate other people, and then she sacrifices herself at the end. But, like, it does kind of feel like the show. It's like, all right, she's got this one goal. When she finishes that goal, I don't know what we're going to do with her. I don't even touch on her past and her Gary, I guess. But that's, like, so not something it, it really cares about on any kind of, like, deep, interesting level. So, like, again, it's like, you can really see, like, where, like, her arc of, like, being really interesting happens in season one and where it flatlines in season two for the majority of the season. It's just, like, you know, looking back, it <laughs> makes me kind of sad. Yeah, the, the point yeah. being, like, there's clearly more interesting things we could have done with Nightfall. So oh, many things. Yes. Yeah. Never go through time with her again. She's been. She knows how to do that. Alternate universes, yeah. and we focus on the aspect of that that relates to Gary. Um, Even yeah. like yeah. a flashback episode, like <laughs> that would have been fun. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like I said. In terms I mean, of, I, I guess the Gary episode was kind of a flashback, but just 
Gary Let flashbacks. Just yeah. Gary focused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go- going back to like the, the show's intent with this, I, I do think this plays really well with episode seven that we just mentioned. Um, and I do think like this finale and episode seven are two of the stronger episodes of the season. So like, it, like they're, they're kind of successful in the storytelling they're doing. It's just, I guess, like in the storytelling they're doing, yes. Yeah. It's, yes. Just, it's just like not inherently interesting storytelling, but like they're executing it very well. Um, but I don't, I don't like, I, I guess that's why I don't like, like, I don't like this. I'm not like enraged with it, but because I think it does play very well into the season and into episode seven, um, which I do think is like very successful episode. Um, but the way you say that makes me think like, oh, you know, they made like, like Nightfall's plot characterization stuff is like, oh, they made a meal of hash browns for dinner when they could have made like a souffle. You know, uh, yeah, I think like, so, yeah, yeah. what it yeah. is, it's very nice hash browns, but it's also kind of just hash browns. And that's a choice someone made, you know, I mean, I think I described the entire season a little bit like that. Like we, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we can you know, maybe save it for the end. But I think all, I, I've been a little bit having trouble connecting with this whole season's been doing. And I do think ultimately this finale cements that we never really tried to go for super complex storytelling. Like I think I was asking for at the end of season one. Um, and I think like it's probably in large part due to the show being limited by um, like the network and like how it, it, it was not supposed to be as serialized as they wanted it to be. But, w- but what they did get is a lot of focus on like, like, oh, here's Nightfall. We could do a lot of stuff. Oh, we do like this very simple element of her. Um, and uh, there's a lot of plot lines that are pretty paper thin. Um, so I think they did pick, though. Like, I don't think like they didn't do anything complex, but they certainly like put more time and effort into like a couple of relationships. Like, I will say Cheryl... And Gary's relationship is, like, pretty complicated and nuanced. Like, we, yeah. we've only seen yeah. a bit, but, like, there's a lot of potential there. I think Gary and Little Cotto's that, That's what I would go to as the, the strongest. Yeah. And it yeah. actually, it's also, like, fairly nuanced and interesting and complex, but, like, it's also very uplifting and gratifying. So, like, they, they clearly are doing it. It's just, like, yeah, like, you can't balance that with a million people and someone's going to get cut. And in this case, like, it was Nightfall. <laughs> it was Nightfall. Maybe a few other people, but still. Yeah, yeah I definitely think Gary and Little Cotto. I, we can get to the Cheryl. I guess we can talk. So that's that's it for Nightfall. She sacrifices herself. Also, like, how did I not see it coming? Well, they didn't introduce the mechanic of someone having to sacrifice Yeah, they did. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> so, that was legitimately that, that's, a surprise. <laughs> that, that's my criticism every episode this season. We just invent rules every single well, time. Well, says it so casually. Like, oh, yeah, when are you just going to die? Didn't you know that? Life's well, well, we'll, we'll get back to Bob if um, I told you. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's get back to Bob. But how about Cheryl? So Michelle said Cheryl's like, uh, it, it ends up being a complicated character. I agree she's complicated. I'm not convinced she's complex at the end. Um, I do think she kind of has one thing, which is just that loves john hates gary learns that she should have liked gary like yep i mean it's like it's it's i do think it's very well done in this episode i like kind of like what we were showing her the memories i think it's uh, so i will say that i i think it's well done but i also think that it like for me um it felt a little like undeserved and that's specifically because like we've only really you didn't see the cheryl demption coming april i mean i guess but like like the amount of time that we've sort of given Cheryl and like the range of her care, her character, like you probably could have just like left the, she could have left the room, come back and been like, okay, you know what? I realized I was wrong. Let's I'm, I'm here to fight with you. And like, we could have saved ourselves like what? Five minutes. <laughs> so 
and done something else with those five minutes. I mean, it it was like really, really like pretty and everything. But I just wish that if like you wanted it to be a big deal for me, then you would have spent a slightly more time on like the Cheryl aspect of it. So, and it's not hard for us, like for the show to, and it's not the fault of like this episode. I think it's like something that we could have like been doing this entire season or started doing, um, you know, way before this season, because like the show knows how to like balance, you know, semi-balanced characters like in the first season like we saw like what lord commander was doing as well as what you know gary and the gang were doing and so we could have had something along those lines with cheryl too but like we didn't and then like her whole thing is like we can't like free bolo and then she just is like okay let's do it like I don't know. That just seemed really like she turned oh, on a dime. I didn't even, I didn't even think a, of that it's, aspect. That's, it's, that's, it's a very a like final spacey <laughs> thing. Like characters will just change their mind. Like it's the same with like so Avocado gets unpossessed. He doesn't have a nice reunion with little Cotto or anything. They're just straight to business, and it's like that moment is gone forever. So I will say, like, the heat of the battle with, with Gary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gary, the most important. I initially I was like, "Wow, Cheryl, you're not gonna like have a conversation with Gary and apologize." But like on rewatch, I I kind of like, it, it's 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 kind of her personality too to not do it that way, you know. Like I feel like it's in character for her to just kind of be like, "All right, like we're doing this. Like I'm on your side now. Like that's how it is. Like she's not a woman of many words. She doesn't really like have deep emotional talks about things. She's pretty gruff. So like." In terms of like characterization, it checked out to me. But I mean, I mean, her motivation is very like straightforward. You're all right. I just like the fact that she's gonna have to stick around and like I don't I don't know how they're gonna reconcile 32 years. That's a long time. And plus, like the fact that she was like seeing this alternative reality where like she was there. And they were like a unit, all three of them. And like she got experience her family growing and changing. And the fact that she like understands that she ruined all of that from happening by herself, that it wasn't Gary's fault. She was a, a nasty liar. That's why everything went wrong. And, and it's not fair to blame Gary. I think like she honestly does admit that to herself. I don't know if she's admitted that to Gary, but it's true. And that's why she changes sides. Like she's, willing to fight for a semblance of relationship with him. I don't know how that's going to go, but <laughs> I mean, the fact that she's willing to, I mean, again, like I, I feel way worse for Gary than her, like to just have to take all this on and like years and years and years of just like yeah. abandonment is, is huge and can't be understated. But the fact that she's willing to try for a relationship that he seems to want, I think, is something significant. And the fact that, like, I don't think all of Gary's crew would be talking this woman through, like, a, a group therapy session if not for the fact that they all genuinely like Gary and they can tell that she's important to him even if she's, like, not being a great person. I think they understand that he really does want a relationship with her and that's why they're trying to help her get to a better place. It's, like, all for Gary, honestly, because he's the one they care about. And that checks out. So, I don't know, I just, it does, yeah, I just just worry that this show is, uh, in terms of her, like, because, okay, in a, in a sense, she's kind of, like, there's the potential that she could get what she wants, which is, I mean, um, there's a chance that, you know what I mean? 
So, because essentially she would need the keys to get to final space with, like, uh, the other Titan guy that she was in communication with. And she's just like, okay, well, let me just ride this train to get to where I need to go to anyway. Like, there's no sense in fighting it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they're, yeah. I mean, that's, I guess that's a possibility, but that wasn't. Uh, That'd be a good twist, actually. I think what this discussion brings up is like, I think there's, a, it, we could go in a lot of interesting directions with Cheryl after the season, like her being in the mix, I think is actually pretty interesting. So mm-hmm. I, that, that's kind of the good. And I also like what Michelle was talking about in terms of like seeing the Cheryl stuff through Gary's character again, I guess like that is like a, you know, we should see it through the main character. So like uh, her, Gary's emotions about her mom and how the other characters were, were wanting to, uh, to play into that and stuff. I think that's a good, a good perspective on, on how that was handled in the finale tale um alex anything on cheryl that that hasn't been said uh negative reaction from you not particularly i think michelle and april have covered it pretty well um i just want to say i I think april mentioned something about like using the five minutes for something else i will say that the tribor walking walking cheryl through like her motherly past and like convincing her to like look at her past from a different point of view like that was actually pretty interesting television and it was pretty funny oh yeah and i want and like uh, i i don't want in we we talk about like the story primarily because we're like an analytical podcast but i will say that a big positive of this season is that it always stayed funny from from beginning to end and even this finale has like lots of jokes that land pretty well and tribor in that serious scene delivers a lot of really good lines so like uh, i think that even for the purpose of a story that's very straightforward and weak, but like I still had a lot of fun with that scene, but because of like the the way the the jokes that they stuff into it. Yeah, I think Trevor yeah. was fun in that scene, but the overall point of like. Cheryl's been hating Gary her entire life, and in five minutes, Tribor convinces her to love Gary. I think is um, like Tribor of it, all it people. It feels extremely fast. Yeah. So, yeah, but, but it once feels you, extremely but, right because it's Tribor. If anyone could do that, exactly. it's Tribor. I, I don't think the Tribor part. Yeah, it's more just like the five minutes part. I feel like is what feels absurd. But it's like if you can accept that, then I do think it's well done. But like concept, limiting yeah. it to not doing, not building it up in previous episodes feels, um, I don't know, sketchy. Yeah. yeah, it feels sketchy, but like I'm I'm not saying that it wasn't like a really well done scene and that it wasn't like really great. And I do like like I appreciate like this the seriousness of it, but also like again, like um Alex mentioned like the jokes that came along with it too, like Tribor like reaching for the holographic cu- bowls and he's like oh, yes. What are these? Are they plastic or are they that's, glass? That's, that's a classic Tribor like uh, right? <laughs> Yeah. Him caring about uh, bulls or his scarf. Or, yeah, okay. That, you had everything. A family, these bulls. Yeah. You ruined it all. <laughs> yeah, his good lines. Classic tripod. Okay, let's let's talk about Avocado coming back, I guess, briefly as much as we can. Um, like we had the episode, Avocado came back, then he's gone again, and now he's back in this episode as, as Invictus. <laughs> and then uh, Ash... Uh, blasts the Invictus out of him um, as uh, blasts him out while remembering the one conversation she had with Nightfall this season <laughs> like hey remember that time Nightfall was a mom to me and like told me that I'd be cool no, yeah I'm gonna remember that now <laughs> for, for a second I thought Nightfall was gonna like cause she talked to like a lot of people I thought they were all gonna have They're that gonna moment have to be like yes yeah. 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 Nightfall montage edition That'd but it was good. just Ash which was random as heck 
<laughs> yeah, I, I I did like it though. I think Ash's thingy thing has been a, a little bit of a sub theme this season, sub yeah. Um, so, and I think this is a good culmination. Like she had at one point, Nightfall said, "You'll find a reason to use it," and and she figures uh, she culminates her power in using it to uh, to you know help her the person i guess in little kato who she is the biggest emotional connection to and like freeing uh his dad I, th- I think that like pretty well works with with ash's character um it is it is like juxtaposed right into nightfall sacrifice and we get this like one moment of here's how nightfalls affected people yeah maybe we could have done more with that i think that it was an effective moment in and of itself but anyway avocado is uh is is back i guess um, he's back in normal he's yeah. normal at least for now he was back at some point and then he was gone so i don't know he could he might go away again but maybe he's well, still infected that, well, yeah is that, is that gonna be a plot line there's a piece of invictus left in avocado That's no a classic no this is just gonna snatch him right there we saw it in the cliffhanger they don't need to do that with avocado also it seems like he has his memory back now yeah he has his full memory back now yeah, so like now, like because when Avocado was back the first time, it was like, oh, I don't remember anything. We're starting yeah. over, but like now, it just yeah. feels like okay, we yeah. got season one Avocado back. Um, yeah, which I think, like on a basic level, Avocado was a great character. Avocado's yeah. back. That's good. Yeah. They, right? Like this is. This, I feel like that's the level one analysis. Like this is good news for season three because I think Avocado he being here is a good thing. Um, how about in terms of like the themes this season? Like for Little Kato, he was like dealing with the loss of. Of avocado, then he like uh, gets him close. Makes him closer with Gary, it's and then he buries his dad. But now terrible Avocado's back, theme. and he's and he's happy. Yeah. He's two dads. There's an adorable it's, scene. No, <laughs> oh my it's my the two dads. The only stakes final space has is that the Earth is gone. That's the only thing because we got Quinn back, we got Avocado back. Like everyone, yeah, people fine. really don't stay dead on. We show. have no stakes. <laughs> I, I would have loved the fact that if Avocado just, like, died in the beginning, like, yeah, sometimes people die, and you have, like, kind of, you have to forge a new family, and it's not perfect, but, like, it'll get you through the day and through your life, and you find different people at different parts of your life who will support you. Like, all that's so good. Why would you bring Avocado back to throw a wrench in that? Because now there's going to be more, like, awkward two-dad drama. And I just, like... <laughs> That's not emotionally satisfying at all. I found it to be emotionally satisfying on the level of like Avoc- Little Kato suffered a lot this season and he was like so happy and at the end. And that felt that. amazing. Like, I don't want to say it's for nothing, but it's like we spent a good long time on Little Kato like dealing with his grief and getting to a place to move forward, which is very relatable to like people who lose people. Mm-hmm. And like, isn't it weird that now that doesn't really matter because he's back and it's all fine? Yeah, like, it is, why it is weird, so at least. Why time on it? Well, like, I, I think we could have we spent time if he grew, grew as a person because of it, and that has like a tangible effect on his character. Also, I think him and Gary's relationship is still um, going to stay prominent, the growth they had post-Avocado. Like, he's like, two, my, both of my dads, right? So it's not like Gary's him being his dad went away. So that's still there. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean... I would it's love to have like an episode where in the third season where Avocado and Gary have to go to like a parent teacher conference or something. <laughs> that would be kind of great, actually. Like super sitcom-y. It would be it would be wonderful. <laughs> oh, these are my two dads. <laughs> Gary and Avocado have their moments of reuniting with grass pans and their muscles bulge and mm-hmm. uh 
That is like a very important relationship to the show. With the, the, them being uh, Avocado, Little Kato's two dads, is like um, this would be the best version of the show if uh, Gary and Avocado were together romantically and uh, were actually Who Little Kato's can't? dads. Because they Gary and have, Quinn. They could totally be open. OT3? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like, then Quinn could have somebody else who's not Gary too, which I think would be very good for her regardless. <laughs> but, like, I'm yeah, they could OT3. I'm glad you people are so confident in Final Space pursuing unconventional <laughs> stories. Uh, I, I don't know if this is confidence. It's more of, uh, like I said, this is the best version. It's not going to happen. But uh, I do worry about, like, um, it jokes about uh, Avocado and Gary being uh, his dads. And it's like, uh-huh. oh, we're not a couple. You know, I could see a lot of that. Oh, I could see that, too, actually. Yeah. No homo. <laughs> right, a lot of no homo. But well, maybe it, Gary be like, well, I don't know. Like, I think you're pretty maybe good. Maybe it could be. Like, non-committal flirting. But I then remember, in season three, you have to do Little Kato realizing he's gay. That's the plot line that we're I doing. think he knows he's gay. He just hasn't said it to anyone. He's he might eat yeah, dad, so that yeah. he can be more comfortable with oh, it. God. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. It all, it, all, it all is leading to... <laughs> <laughs> to the build up with this. You're yeah. welcome. I'm telling I know I actually think I actually think it's gonna happen. Speaking of season Maybe three, they're gonna it- have a, the talk episode where they both <gasps> awkwardly Aww. try out the sex talk with them now that they know. They're definitely doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're just, that's hundred percent happening. They have to talk with him. Um didn't they I feel like they Gary tried to give it to him earlier? Sort of. Yeah, but so we'll get more of that. Yeah, uh, about, about the the puberty balls in your stomach or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in terms of it. season three, Owen tweeted vaguely that uh, there's it's, there's good news. I can't say anything yet, but uh, there's there's like good news coming. So uh, yeah, it looks like season three is happening. Yay! Yay! That's I really wonder if it's gonna be if Adult Swim is gonna just straight up acquire the show or not, or if TBS is gonna hold on to it. It's going to the Warner Media streaming platform, whatever that oh, is. Oh no! no. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if I can say anything about that, but like, I don't, I don't, I think they're gonna keep airing the show. Yeah, they'll, pre- yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll air it somewhere. You know, who cares? Whatever. Who honestly like we'll in this day and age? Who cares? Wherever they where it air is. it, we'll like, find it wherever it goes. Like whatever. Send it, it to TNT. <laughs> Right, and oh, this, the, 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 the around channels every single season. They really, yeah. Please. Put it on, put it on, just put it on True TV already. I mean, come on, that's, that's <laughs> what's going to be. Um, right next to Impractical Jokers. Ooh, yes. Did you just name a True TV show? That was impressive. Have you seen Impractical Jokers? No, of course not. Okay. I have not seen this either. Okay. Um, the, the Carbonaro effect. Let's go to True show. I do not like it. It's <laughs> good to know. Did not know it's anything except for the NCAA tournament aired on True TV. Noted. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, that's the only thing I know. Okay. Uh, Avocado's back. Let's, let, let, let's talk about uh, Bolo. Okay. Let's talk about Bolo. Okay, because Bolo, uh, last Bolo episode sounds like, like basketball. Like Bolo yeah. Ball. <laughs> Okay, uh, I guess. Uh, but, but last episode, Bolo's like, uh, oh, Bolo's evil. As we were like, we're right. But um, I think it, it ends up being in this episode that Bolo is not evil. Are you sure? I'm no, not sure. absolutely not sure. I'm not sure, but I, that's my I, best guess. That I think that there's still the potential for Bolo to be evil. Because first off, he was in prison for some reason before mm-hmm. all those other Titans got infected by Invictus. 
So that's not to say that he is not completely evil. Also, he's like totally willing to just kill off all the other Titans. That yeah. seems evil to me. Yeah. So. so here's okay. So here's the thing. So he declares war against Invictus and all every other Titan. Yep. He's like, I'm gonna kill all of them. So here's ambitious. the here, but, so that seems evil, but ambitious. I agree. But here's the proof that he's good is that the Spider Gods are on his side, and you'd think the Spider Gods would not be evil. I don't know. But they can be tricked. They're spiders. I mean, yeah. come on. What's wow. that supposed to mean? That's lack of faith in arachnids. That's Man. not lack of faith. It's just everyone has flaws, even spider gods. I, but they're gods. Like, I trust the gods, yeah. right? Like, I mean, they're, they don't they're, know everything. Okay, but maybe the gods God is like, omniscient, all... I think, right? Like, isn't okay, that how we the, don't know the, the spider gods works? are omniscient. <laughs> maybe the spider gods are like, hey, we're just here to watch the show play exactly. out, so we're going to let whatever happen. <laughs> yeah, they're the kind of god that just, like, sets up the world and watches it do its own thing. Yeah. Yeah, that that could be. So I I do think like if you take away the Arachnitex role in this finale, then Bolo comes across really sketch because he does declare war on every other Titan. Who are we gonna believe? Every Titan or Bolo? Like you know, <laughs> I'm gonna believe Bolo. You know what? <laughs> like a, 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 I'll say I know you guys are really into evil Bolo, and that's why you're struggling to let go of that. But <laughs> I, I, I will say that why the show, at least in my eyes, is trying to be very blunt about hey, look. Like, like, this is just like this lone rogue titan going against all the evil titans on his own like suicide mission let's do it like that's how it comes off to me and like i sure he's framing it's like i need my revenge against all the other titans but like again it's like one versus everybody so i can't really call that person evil if they're like the underdogs in the situation well, that's that's how Bolo is presenting it. So you're buying into Bolo's narrative that uh, he's, uh, yeah, he's the underdog. I'm buying so that he's like the only person who's involved in this. Like all right, other and he's the, he's the only perspective we see. And I do think that that on the surface, that's what the finale presents. But I think it's ambiguous enough that the finale doesn't necessarily like. Like, I think it's clearly presenting that as Bolo's perspective, and that's the perspective the characters are buying into, but I do think there's this doubt where he's like, there's, I'm going to kill everyone. No, that's like, not yeah. why I doubt him at all. The reason I doubt him is it's basically his word against the other Titan that he's not a bad guy, which yeah. is not a strong case. Yeah. And the other fact yeah, that, the point. other fact that, why would we plant the seed that he mm. could be shady this late in the season if to j- just then totally rule it out the next episode. That does not check out for me either. And for those two reasons, I am suspicious of Bolo. Yeah, the, the, Michelle yeah. brings up a good point. When he t- when they're like, uh, hey, that other guy, uh, said Drevel, he's like, oh, that guy, that guy's a dick. Exactly. Like, uh, like, that like is that's not a really good sketch response. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That That's the big thing. So yeah. um, it is it is kind of his word and against also, that guy. And also, he didn't tell them about the six key. And he also like, doesn't tell them yeah, about the six key, which he's like, you guys wouldn't have came. And... He doesn't tell them about the fact, like, okay, because the arachnitex or whatever were like, hey, like, if we let you into final space, like, you can't come back. You can't come back. And so, like, I feel like he probably knew that as well and also didn't tell them. So, like, now everyone's just trapped in final space. Like, here we are. We'll talk about that next. But, uh, yeah, it's, 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 there's reasons to doubt Bolo, I guess. Um, In terms of, like, why the show would plant the the seed, I do think it's, like, subversive because, like, maybe the show is, like, subtly, like, saying, oh, Bolo could be evil in the beginning, like we picked up on. And then they're like, oh, Bolo is evil. Nope, JK, he's good. Like, I do think that's, like, subversive. Um, I mean, I suppose, but but, but I, I but I also <laughs> like, like a, a bad red herring, though, couldn't it? Right, he's supposed to just be a red herring, like that. That could be it, but I, I, 
do it's kind really of think Michelle's one. right that this is going to still be a thing. But like, do we trust Bolo? Do we trust the other Titans? Like, if the show wanted this not to be a thing heading in the next season, it could have been a lot clearer. Like, Bolo's perspective is clear, but there are these seeds of doubt that we get. And they did bring it up last episode. So I think this is intended to be a uh, a plot line heading in the season three. Um, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with. Yeah. More things to wonder about. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It didn't like this is one of the that this was one of the more interesting things about season two from an overall story perspective. Like, is Bolo good? Is he evil? And we don't end up answering the question, so maybe it doesn't like help the season overall. But like, it'll speak well to the show overall if this is a strong plot line and we continue it into the future. Well, uh, and it could also be like one of those like, oh, well, we're gonna side with the lesser evil of things. Like, they're probably both evil, honestly. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. are both titans. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the Bolo's bo- 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 presenting himself as the one good Titan. It is a tough story to buy. Yeah, I, that's, I that's don't. Buy Even like the best Titans, like, still not a great person. Right? Yeah, maybe <laughs> he's, maybe he maybe he maybe we are ultimately supposed to side with him, but he has his own flaws. I do think the other side though is Invictus is clearly evil, or at least the show's yeah. presenting us. Oh so, yeah, Invictus yeah. is legit bad. So you know, like, uh, there's no maybe he's good from that. the side that the other side is the definitely evil. So in that respect, isn't he relatively good at least? Yeah. Uh, so I, I, yeah, that'll that'll be interesting. If again, the other part of Bolo is that we get his bod, and he has six arms yeah, and this like bod. weird Bolo muscular bod. bod. Oh, yeah. God. And then he like anime runs, and he like thro- yes. anime throws them into the hole. It's it's a big month for Naruto runs. It really I don't think is. He was Naruto running, but uh, he was he was like like a very. Uh, it was a, he was animated very anime esque. Uh, this the, and I think it was effective. Like I think it was like a different style for like this uh, other world like like figure that we see him bro- broken out of his imprisonment. Um, but is I think it's like very unlike anything we'd seen from the show, like stylistically, which uh, really made it jump out to me. I appreciate um, that he was like great. running alongside the ship trying to. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah like I thought yeah. that like looked really good. <laughs> he just chucks him into the. Yeah, it was yeah. Very good. <laughs> he'd be good yeah. at baseball. He's a good arm toss. Yeah, is he, yeah he's he's the starting pitcher of the Titan softball scrimmage. Yeah, they, there you they, go. Sport works. For... Yeah, oh. Cheryl takes control of the ship, avoids one rock, and then does nothing else because the, 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 uh, the I know! tosses him into the portal. <laughs> hey, they would have died if she didn't. Uh, I mean, that's throw true too. Up, yeah. But also, she was pivotal in that pilot seat for like ten seconds. It, it wasn't a lot of time to shine. We'll get more Cheryl next season. Yay! Um, I guess. So we're in the final <laughs> space. Uh, th- th- this is why again, like I do think the finale does a good job of. St- feeling epic the entire time even if the story things that are happening are not big culminations of the season they're like culminations of certain things but not to the extent season one culminations were that being i still think they execute it epically the entire time and one of these the reasons why i think is we end up in final space and it's like hey that's what the show is called like we're in final space now like this this feels this feels feels pretty big i feel like here we are here we are final space oh we're in final space this season like uh oh shit's shit's going down bleak looking i thought it was gonna be full of potential and cool stuff and it just looks like a dead graveyard i thought it was gonna be like colorful and very very pretty and i was like oh this is this is Final Space. Well, it looks look, like this is the part of Final Space where all the dead Garys and Quins are. But okay, if you go to a different part, it'll be a lot nicer. It looks like we're inside of an eyeball. Like, have you ever been to the yeah, eye doctor and you take those pictures oh, of yeah. your eye? 
That's what it looks like. I was like, yeah, oh, it's, like it's like little like red red veins vein, going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they leave it open enough that they could do a lot of different things artistically with Final Space. Maybe they have an, they maybe they have a set plan already, but I feel like we haven't seen enough that we really uh, know what it's going to be like. Well, if this uh, is Final Space. I want to go home. <laughs> maybe Kevin will say. Well, that. home, home, but that being oh, home is in Final Space. We could go back to Earth next season because Earth is in Final Space. Oh, perfect! Oh, and I, want- I think that'd be really cool if there's like a fucked up Earth. From no, if we'll have a sun, it's gonna be super dark all the time. Yeah, and it's maybe like, no gravity. Like, who knows? I, I want to see that actually. Yeah, yeah. Be, the Earth is. It, it, the earth is super fucked like let's be real no one on earth survived oh, not God. even that one guy's family yeah they, exactly they're, I was gonna say. they're yeah. hella dead <laughs> <laughs> they're hella dead april maybe there maybe there's like all the earth people are like some version of final space zombies and like uh it's like super depressing seeing everyone oh. like in some form of alive but not their really bodies alive. adapted to this new yeah, yeah atmosphere I, I want to see like the horror episode or episodes in on like final spaced earth. Oh, like, I feel like, cause I, I feel like one of the more successful elements this season was that one episode that had these, these huge, these uh, horror elements to it. And I think we, that's like one big thing I'd love for the show to explore more in, in season three. That could be um, fun. I think final space is probably prime territory for this. Like this, this could be a pretty screwed up place. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other comments about us being in final space? I don't know. It's most like, we'll see. It's we'll like, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, it, I think it, it does. Well, it does make me think that being in Final Space might cut down on the addition of side characters. It's like I don't know besides the Titans if anyone exists in Final Space. That's true. So like that, the, that'd be an interesting turn for like a season to focus just on the cast and the ship and us not being able to go to like planets and like doing different mission stuff like I, I wonder how we would deal with like a universe that doesn't have people it would, oh. be, it would be interesting um like you could still do sci-fi planets but they're just like not with like living creatures as we know on them or something um yeah that, that would be a really interesting way to focus down more i mean we're not necessarily going to stay in final space the entire season i would hope that we stay there a while i guess considering i was like we've... i kind of hope we do stay in yeah, yeah. I, I kind of hope we do, but I mean, we could just not do it. Um, like we could, we we could, could just not, <laughs> not just do it. Oh, well, all right then. <laughs> all right, so those are options: do it or not do not it. Not do it. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm just saying, like uh, avocado was dead, then he wasn't dead, then he's, uh, <laughs> you know. So we we switched things up sometimes. Quinn was gone. Now she's back. Things things change uh, in Final Space. I Gary's think that, mom I, wasn't in his life. Now she is. Yeah. yeah avocado so like, was I, dead, and then lost his memory. Now he's fine. <laughs> yeah, we we take. Cake was captured, season. and now he's back with Gary. Kevin was uh, dead, but he's back alive as well. We'll get was to Kevin. Kevin was ever dead? We'll get to Kevin in a second. Um, he, he was kind <laughs> of dead at the very beginning of season two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so heading into season three, I feel like we had some complaints about certain things. There's some things we liked, some things we didn't like. I think there's a lot of potential for season three with where we ended up, at the very least. Um, like, yeah, I think- I'd agree. Uh, yeah, like and if, pretty, we're if, in a pretty interesting place here. I was gonna say, and if like like Olin said that season two was like a setup kind yeah. of season, like season three is gonna be. I like it. It really like makes me excited that there's you know go potentially going to be a season three, like because we can just do so much, especially since we're in final space. 
Yeah, uh, the, the, it does make you excited if this was the setup season, because like, we are we're at a really interesting place. We did have a lot of strong elements to the season. You could argue it didn't come together that well, but there's like a lot of interesting things and framed differently. I think there's like a particularly strong season we could get. Um, I'll put this here, like overall season three thoughts, like head, heading or overall season two thoughts heading into season three, my like checklist of things to improve on. Um, I think I'm uh, going to start with the uh, the way the season handled serialization. I've complained about it kind of all season, but there wasn't like a lot of it. And when we did get it, it seems like new and new things were just popping up every episode. So I think if season three wants to feel more like cohesive story-wise it needs to kind of change how it approaches that um which i think probably the show's aware of um number two would be more complex storytelling again because i do think a lot of these plot lines end up being pretty basic as we just discussed well Um, that's like again if if they aren't allowed to change networks i'm not sure that's something tbs wants them to pursue and that seems like it's been a constant battle with them trying to do that so it's not for them like the lack of their interest in that but they they might not be allowed to like go as much as they want to yeah yeah, but maybe, but maybe things will change, and they're convinced. Like apparently, they like the finale. The network did. Maybe they'll be convinced to to go more in on these this storytelling now. Um, but yeah, just more 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 complexity. I said that season one, and then uh, thing number three, I think, is like th- there was like some hope that the show's um kind of overall viewpoint towards its female characters was improved this season. I think we kind of end up not being much improved from season one, considering the nightfall sacrifice at the end so like i do think the show needs to take another bigger step back look at how its female characters are being written how there's female voices in the pro in the process here um because every like we talked about every female character is defined by a guy still um i mean not ash anymore clarence is gone so uh, (laughs) is a person now a a slight bright point in this regard yeah yeah i think ash is the one first season three is free yeah, yeah, yeah. We we freed Ash, but um, like if the show just wants to be like a male perspective, like sci-fi adult comedy show, then they can do that. But it seems like they want to. It, like, it, free I don't of think that. they do. I don't think they do. I think they want yeah. more. I'm just I'm a little confused. Like what what do they want? And what does, if, if they are attempt like like, like I don't what, know. yeah? Well, yeah. TBS aside, if I mean yeah, I can't talk to the network. Like if if we're if if they really want to try to go beyond this male perspective like this wasn't it like it was an attempt but like we gotta take a take a bigger step back like this wasn't ultimately that success there was some there's some hope there there's some progress but like this isn't what we're looking for it would be what i would say Um, i liked ash's episode like maybe top three of the whole season i think that's like a contender for my favorite episode yeah it's all about her like it's not even like it's not about fox like it's about ash and it's it's really not like it's it's just like her origin story of her powers and her thing with her sister and she gets closure and it's sad but like and gary's there for her and nightfall's there for her and little kato's there for her i honestly think that was moments in that one good yeah. Like, I will say, like, I, I get frustrated, but also, like, Dylan, I think I've been much more frustrated for much longer about these things. So, like, I am a little more happy that they're they're at least, like, conscious of trying to have more characters in, in trying like to they're tried, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, like, you know, Ava, you know, okay. Nightfall, okay. okay. <laughs> but Ash, like, I really feel like she's, like, the one I'm the most excited about. And maybe she will blaze a trail to open up other characters 
to do interesting things too. Like other ladies. They gotta start somewhere. And I feel like they're not doing a bad job with Ash. And like maybe she's just the start of something great with that. You know, it's like I have even with Ash, maybe like they were just like, okay, like we'll see how this goes. (laughs) And then like we can use this like to now super develop out like Quinn because we have her back now. So like and like (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like now we have like that opportunity to like develop you know like work on her character and see like where like what she can do and where she can go um because yeah like she's with gary and everything like that but like they're together so like i i don't see them like like becoming separated like immediately and so there's just a chance for her to just go somewhere um you know, as an individual versus like her, her entire like plot being like defined by a man. Let's, let's hope we go do bigger things with Quinn than just Gary, which is kind of all we've done so far. I would say. Well, yeah. I mean, like we're in a nice place now where they, they finally both are into each other and it's like, great. That has been the entire trajectory of the relationship all the way up to the finale of the first season. Now that we're there, they have to do other things because they already like each other. That's you not would think, yeah. You would think we'd have to it do other things. It's not an yeah. obstacle anymore. So, yeah, I would like to think that they, they have to do other things. Yeah, now. they have to. And if they Maybe. do... No, because anything that they do is, like, in terms to, like, create drama between them is yeah, go- probably going to be forced. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's going to be forced. It's going to feel forced. Like, there's no way you can properly execute forced drama. So it would just be in their best interests to, like, a- accept that they're together, finally, and then move on. Season three is just a uh, slif- slice of life romance between Gary and Quinn in final in space. Final um, space in final space. Dead Gary's Everyone's just very them. happy. They're just happily frolicking along uh, the dead Gary's bodies. And, yeah, that's, <laughs> Kevin's that's scooping them up to make his Kevin's, own nest in his room. Uh, Kevin's going to be like, oh, so many kids. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. He has his own little family. Yeah. Okay, back to you in a second. Yeah, you guys mentioned uh, episode three is one of your standouts. I, we definitely disagree on that one. I know it, we do, so, but it's um, true. It's great. So, so, <laughs> my my, yeah, my, my standouts of the season we can and you guys can give any others as well the other side still definitely my top of the season episode four then i think and i think episode seven first times they met and this finale would be my two and three um i think that the, they look pretty strong looking back and also the one episode the horror elements episode also i think stands out um that's maybe a fourth there any other ones you guys uh want to bring up um, I'll say that the Toro Regatta, like the first episode of the season, like in, in with with the entire season ahead of us, like that was a pretty good like setup to the like, like what would come, and it was like a very good action sequence to like introduce us to Ash and Clarence, for Clarence, right? Like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was the first money compass. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Also, the money. That's a strong yes, argument. Yeah. It was the bin- it was the beginning of something beautiful that never really. It came back. So, like, the Toro Regatta is, even with the whole season, like, it still, I think, has an argument for top three. Like, I, I think my top three is actually um, the Grand Surrender, then the other side, and then the finale. But, like, Toro Regatta might be, like, fourth. <laughs> Um, yeah, we see, we see the season differently. I think episodes one to three were the weak point for me of the season, but they're all good. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't think the season came together that well, but every episode I do think is good. So yeah, I I mean, is, is, even if I think episode one is like slightly worse than others, I do think it's like close, you know, and there are strong elements to it. It depends, I guess, what you're looking for. 
Um, the, the money compass is a very good argument, I gotta say. I really, there was no money <laughs> compass in this finale. No. Well, we didn't have nope. clearance. We might sad. not have plans know. for season three. Oh no! Oh yeah. no! I think I think setup and descent into darkness were also good, really good. But yeah, the see, I mean, like if you look back, like really, there's just a lot of strong episodes. I think they executed very well on a lot here, and even um, like some of like the weaker episodes have like mo- still have moments that are very strong. So I, I don't, I don't think for me, there's like a bad or necessarily average episode i think like everything's kind of good i think yeah. every episode like for me like one and two but uh like i think those are still good episodes i don't know like you guys didn't like five but uh i think i think five's still a good episode um i don't know well, which uh, one is five that's yeah. the initial cheryl episode uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah i was higher yeah. on that one but yeah, um, yeah i think that's really liked the that bottom one. of my list yeah i mean it would it would, it would be in my <laughs> uh, be in my bottom half but, yeah uh, like, I, I mean, the difference between my 13 and my 6 is very little, is what I would say. You know, like, uh, there's there's ones that are they're very good, but then the rest are kind of just good. Um, but, yeah, so even even if you're like us and didn't find the season altogether that well, but there, and by the way, there are big fans of the storytelling this season, so I do think, like, uh, a lot of people are, are happy with how it ultimately went, but at the very least, like, the episodes were very good themselves. Um, and uh, I think, like, with... I, I, I think, like, for me... With the show still has like a really, really good show. Like we're like a step or two away from that, you know, like uh, not that the show is like bad, but it's like good to very good. Like we're, we're we there's the the leap is within range, I would say. Yeah, well, we, we've space. talked a lot on this podcast about potential stuff that yeah. they could have touched I upon know, given the, the framework of the show. So like that, we that's kind of what they're going to do, what we think they might have yeah. the potential to do. Yeah. Right, right. But like... Based on what we have and what we know is within reach, like that's kind of like the the disconnect from this being well, this being a show that I could say like this is the best show on TV. Like I can't really say that because like when I watch, it's like, but we could do so much a lot. Uh, we could do other interesting things here that we seem to not be able to do, and so there's just like kind of a a hampering there. I think that's a good point. When you yeah. talk, when your main reaction to or a, rea- a big reaction is p- potential things, then I think that speaks to, to what we're doing now not being there yet. Well, um, it's not like the, I mean, season one was really great, but it's not like this show, like this season, um, like it still showed improvement in areas where we yeah. wanted to see improvement. And again, like this is purely like our opinion like i think that's great that like some people really enjoyed the plot and again like we we're you know like we're here to be critical um but that doesn't mean that we don't you know really enjoy it at the same time like it's a fun ride for our for me at least so yeah the season was always fun and enjoyable to watch for sure and like i i i'd prefer the overall package of season one more but there are definitely things in season two that improved upon in season one. I think it's more of just like an overall season thing. That, yeah. That I think I honestly preferred season two a lot. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, feel like you, yeah, yeah. I feel like you, you and April were talking about yeah, that earlier. Well, because true, like yeah. it, such a big part of season one is just like Gary at his most unlikableness and him convincing yeah. Quinn that he's great. And that's like not a fun time. <laughs> so the, the fact that they they really experimented a lot more with giving characters specific episodes and just like broadening the cast. And while like that does lead to some issues with cohesion between episodes, I think like ultimately like that's such a, a a nice thing to try. And like, it's important to try it. 
And like, I, I commend them for that a lot because we got a lot of really nice surprises out of, you know, taking on a season that way. And I think like as a whole, that matters more to me than just like a much more specific, you know, narrative through the first season. Cause like there are a lot more ups and downs in season two, I'd say, but they're like, some of the hits are way better and some of the misses aren't like as bad, I'd say personally. Yeah. But, yeah. I think that's fair. I, yeah. and I, I, I agree argument. with that. Yeah. Took yeah. the words right um, out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. I think Gary, Gary's character, I think little Kato's character so in particular, yeah. they, they, oh, they yeah. stand out a lot in season two. And their I'm relationship still- is just super it's solid. It's believable. Yeah. yeah. Let, yeah. Let that's what I'm going to look back on the season is the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Kevin. Okay, so the, oh the, the, the very, 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 very quickly through the the some humor parts of the finale we haven't talked about yet. There's two like amazing Kevin scenes, Michelle. Uh, the first, the first is Kevin. <laughs> Go ahead, tell me. I know. Kevin like imagines uh, Gary like wanting, oh like, wanting him in the sparkly dream That's sequence. That's how he thinks about him all the time. It makes so much sense. Oh, <laughs> he's like, ah, get off me. Go away. Poor Kevin, man. It was great. And then the second time, this is uh, subverting all of our worst fears with Kevin, is um, they're like, we need a volunteer to die. And Gary's like, hey, Kevin, I need a quick favor. Um, uh, and then <laughs> Bola Bola's like, right? right? That was my first thought, too. But Kevin isn't life. And Kevin says, hooray, Kevin will never die. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> and, like, my heart was, like, having so many experiences. Because suddenly it was frozen with fear. And then I was like... Are you just like trolling me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin will never die, but like you threatened him to be dead at least twice this season, and it hurts every time. <laughs> the finale has definitively pronounced Kevin will not die. So oh, take that, Kevin haters. He's here to stay. Yay. Yeah. Kevin is indestructible. <laughs> this is great. Uh, and that, that's why those frozen Kevins will come back for the exactly. season three finale. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah uh, that was a miss, swing and a miss on uh, some of our parts with the Frozen Kevins coming back. I'll say that. They'll get him out of Final Space. What if they also drifted into Final What if that was the stinger? Was they drifted in the Final Space before Bolo closed it, like in the Frozen uh, Kevins were there? Please let that be real. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how C3 begins. Yeah, that's the- in an alternate like timeline, they actually tried to hold open Final Space with all of the frozen kevins and final space just took in all of the frozen kevins and that's how they're there i think i think we'll see it okay we we more more kevin to come in season three it's great um i don't know there's other stuff too but i think i think those are the main things um uh okay little kato and gary uh, my dad taught me a trick i i I did know my other dad Uh, oh yeah sure avocado (laughs) already happening (laughs) it's 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 great um yeah, I don't know. And, and Michelle, anything else? Final thoughts on the finale? I, I, I feel happier about it now that we've talked. Um, I, I honestly like thought this whole season was very interesting. It definitely kept my attention, even if things didn't quite make sense. At least, like, I really had to think about it for a while. This wasn't like easy breezy watching ever, and I feel like that's kind of nice too. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, like, I thought this was a really good season for character stuff. It was a really good season for experimentation. And, I mean, I really wonder what the tone of season three is going to be at this point. I feel like it's going to be bleaker. I still feel that way, but we'll see. 
I would love a really dark season three. Me too. I would as well. Because this one was very hopeful. And the first season wasn't as hopeful as this one. I feel like there's got to be a a balance. Yeah. Yeah. At the very least, some dark elements. That would be nice. Um, April, final thoughts. Um... Yeah, I, 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 I like Michelle feel better now that we've discussed things through, and um, I, I, I enjoyed this season. Like, I, I'm very confident in saying that. So, yay! <laughs> and I've really grown to enjoy Kevin this season. <gasps> um, grown. Oh my god! Yes. like that was one of like my like as i was watching the finale i was like oh kevin like like i love that he's just kind of gary's punching bag but then he doesn't even care and he just takes like he just brushes it off and so he's definitely been like a highlight in terms of like the humor this season so there's that takeaway um but yeah it was it was a solid season so I and I enjoyed it. We're already uh, starting to debate uh, who should get nominated for best supporting character from Final Space. Kevin, Is it Kevin, Kevin, or Little Kato? That's a tough. That's not fair because Little Kato's infinitely <laughs> more likable, but Kevin saved everyone a million times more. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard. That's okay, not fair. Start the campaigning from the Michelle. Kevin campaign with you. Oh, thank you. All right. I'm. I'm. I, I love Kevin, but I'm heavily on Little Kato on this list. Well, Dylan, you're going down. Going down, Dylan. I think. It's I, I think this time in the sun either <laughs> one final space day, final space could win day. this category so let's look but, but, but what about tribor <laughs> tribor is also good I, I feel like he's a step below these two in terms of strength yeah so I mean, yeah, I, well, great, look at the but... Tribor stand over here, Alex. You know, so yeah, right? <laughs> converted in the last possible episode. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because, because of course I've been a Kevin supporter for like most of the season, so like the Tribor needed to come into the fold eventually. Yeah, what about Hugh though, Alex, for supporting character? He had a strong season. I don't think uh, <laughs> not even. I, 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 I love him. But he had a, he had a weak ending to the season, you know. So uh, he, he like contributes to the fight. Also, oh, another gorgeous part of the night was the fight against uh, evil avocado. Um, on oh the, yeah, was, yeah. Uh, Alex, final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. Um, I feel about the same about this finale after talking about it. I don't feel like my opinion has changed much. Like it's a fine finale, but it definitely has a lot of. A lot of holes. I didn't feel the same emotions as I did in the season one finale. Um, as to overall season, I will say that season one has much higher highs, but it also has lower lows. Season two, I, I guess you, I think I can say that it's more of a consistent experience season two. So again, this depends on what you're looking for. I would take season one with its lower lows because it had a lot stronger emotional moments for me. But I can understand too if you'd like season two because it was more consistent because even though like it bounces from character to character, but it never feels like there's like a bad episode in the bunch. So like I can understand if you want, if you prefer that. And season three, I am hoping for it to maybe experiment more with tone. I will say that I really enjoyed the season for maintaining its humor. Uh, As with season one, we always talk about like the balance between it being a comedy and it dealing with, with dramatic story elements. And I think that this season that was a narrative throughout in terms of like struggling with the balance. I think it did the comedy stuff pretty well. And for that alone, like, 
I think it's worth watching. The story stuff was hit or miss, but season three offers more opportunities. So we shall see what they do with next season. But it's still a, a great, funny show. And for that alone, I appreciate it, it existing. Yeah, I think that's a good summary from Alex. I agree with most Damn, of Damn, Alex. Um, Way to nail it. <laughs> yeah, I, think you, I think you nailed it. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun this season. And had a lot of fun talking about it with you guys so thank you for, for being on all these podcasts and uh hopefully you guys enjoyed our final space coverage this season let us know what you thought of the finale what you thought of our our thoughts on the whole season um leave us a comment overlyanimated.com youtube.com slash overly animated come to our discord to, to talk about it at overlyanimated.com slash discord um yeah, that's right. Uh, so <laughs> you got it. I got it. I got it. Um, yeah, no, it's it was it was a fun ride uh, this season. Um, it's probably going to be a little bit for next season because if it if it got renewed, it probably just got renewed recently. So you know, we'd expect late twenty twenty for. That's fine. I, yeah, yeah, that's that, fine. That's fine. Yeah, that, that, we'll see. We'll see what Olin says, but um, yeah, it, it it was it was fun and. Um, Congrats to everyone on the crew for like a, a really high quality season of television as, as like, you know, criticisms aside, definitely like a high quality season of yes. television. And, yes. and once again, they pulled off like very high production values on, you know, we cover a lot of shows here. I think Final Space still really stands Final out. Final Space um, always looks so good. I kind of don't understand because I'm sure their budget's <laughs> comparable to everything else i it's, think yeah. it might be a little higher but yeah it is it's, it's, it's very like this show really looking. like yeah like this show like it's, it's a little surprising that this show is like top three best looking animated shows on american tv probably like uh it's it's uh but it's 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 really is like a, a really strong feed and i think the season was even better like uh production values wise and the animation was incredible um sound design continues to be incredible stuff like that um so yeah i would way like, to go crew absolutely yeah. <laughs> uh i think that i think that's always like an underreported part of our discussion because we focus on story but uh that's like always a given with this show that sometimes that's, it doesn't even stand out that's why i always try and point out if it looks really pretty like the yeah. whole fighting on like the glass cube like that yeah, was no amazing. i'm sorry I, I think this finale was uh one of the best looking and like bo- bolo looks cool oh yeah. my god <laughs> I, I would he, he take looks, a yeah. ride on bolo and ride him through <laughs> the cosmos huh Okay. Okay. I wouldn't, but you gotta start writing your own fan fiction in the year we <laughs> yeah. have ahead of us, Alex. <laughs> okay. So uh, I'm not sure Bolo would be the first character I'd write fanfic about, but um, definitely Hugh. Hugh'd be the Hugh and Tribal. <laughs> um, Hugh and Ava Smut. No. Um, oh, no. I, I did a for sun joke though. <laughs> yeah, the sun joke. That was uh, that was another part. <laughs> Uh, if you enjoyed our coverage, consider supporting us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, John, a.k.a. Johnny Bravo. And thanks as well to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Um, yep, we'll see you guys. I mean, we'll see if there's any other Final Space. Check, stay tuned to the feed in case there's other podcasts or if there's Final Space as part of end-of-year coverage um, in terms of, like, best best shows, best our, our award shows, stuff like that. We'll see uh, what, what Final Space can get into there. Um, but uh, we'll see you guys uh, on on the other side in final space whenever it happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. We'll 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 be there. We'll, we'll meet you guys there. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that was very motivational. <laughs> I guess. I'm at Bye. Bye.